the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Abolition Radio, the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails, inviting you to join the fight to end human trafficking. Look in me eyes to see. Look in me straight to leave. You give me all I need. So give me courage to believe. Each week, Abolition Radio sheds light on the darkness of modern slavery, celebrates the work of abolitionists who are fighting for freedom, and equips the church to engage in the work of justice with hope rooted in God's Word. Our goal is to see a radio audience become an army of gospel activists. You're in the neighborhoods we live in. You're in the ones we're passing by. You're in the ones we call our neighbors. And the ones who still escape our eyes. Now here's the host of Abolition Radio, founder and executive director of Love Never Fails, Vanessa Russell. Thanks, Dave, and welcome to Abolition Radio, the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails. We're in the studio today. It's a full house. Yay! Yay. <laughs> and we, of course, I, I don't want to, we have a special guest um, who I had the great um pleasure of uh, being in a panel with uh, a couple yes. months ago. But before I introduce him, I want to just say hi to my partner in justice, Vanita Hopkins. Yay! Hi. Glad to be back in the house. Yeah, yeah. So we keep tag-teaming, but we're, yeah. we're together now. <laughs> um, and so in studio with us, we have... Um, uh, a, a leader in this fight against human trafficking uh, mm-hmm. with so many gifts. Um, he's a pastor of Peninsula Covenant Church for the last 19 years, right? Um, and also been working in stage, in front of camera, acting, producing film, and doing a variety of other things. And it is Tony Gapastone, uh, or Gapastione. Gapastione. Yeah, however you want to say it. It just sounds so cool. Um, <laughs> sorry. Um, so, we're just so grateful to have you here. Yes. Hey, thanks for having me. This is fun. Yeah, I love good it. Good to see you again. Yeah. yeah. So I had the good fortune of sitting on panel with you at yeah. a, an, a day of awareness over at Apple. Mm-hmm. And um, you, we were able to actually watch your movie, mm-hmm. your um, short um, documentary that mm-hmm. you uh, filmed and, and included a variety of um, survivors that were telling their stories to bring awareness um, I think that for me, that was um, very, you know, sort of impactful just hearing some of the stories that I had heard previous, but just seeing them again and and seeing the audience and the impact always that there is and knowing that we're not just talking about like these, in, you know, these inanimate objects, mm-hmm. but people, yep. real human beings that um, have um, futures and lives. And and so let's go back um, to, you know, Antonio, to the little Tony. So where did this start? Um, oh, man. Yeah. Where did it start? So yeah, I'm from Chicago, Illinois. Oh, okay. I grew up there. I was always into the arts and always wanted to be a part of 
the the film acting world. I remember, you know, fourth grade, it's when I did my first play, right? That's when it all started for me. Okay. And then I started to know about Jesus and mm-hmm. my life totally changed around the age of 17. And for whatever reason, I kind of got the message that if I wanted to go and impact the world for God, that I couldn't go into the arts. I had to become a pastor, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> which is a good thing to do, but also it really prevented me for a while from believing that the gifts that were within me or the passions within me mm-hmm. to tell stories and to film could be used by God. So long yeah. story short, I went to Bible school. I went to seminary. I have my master's in theology. I am the creative arts pastor with Peninsula Covenant Church. But it was through my involvement in the church and experiencing these stories here in the Bay Area that God really wooed me back into mm-hmm. the yes. arts mm-hmm. to use it as a tool for for mm-hmm. storytelling, for changing perspectives, and really to uh, increase awareness for justice. Mm-hmm. So this fight for human trafficking rights and prevention started about 10 years ago when I became a new dad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I had my, my firstborn daughter in my arms. Yeah. One in the morning, I'm you know trying to let my wife have a, a, a nap in between <laughs> feedings, mm-hmm. and I read the book, Not For Sale. Oh, wow. While <laughs> you started. were, oh Yeah, my. one o'clock in the morning, <laughs> oh, exhausted. wrong thing to do. <laughs> right. Or the best or the thing, right thing ever. Yes. Yeah. That's what got me. That's right. Yeah. I just started bawling, and I remember thinking, mm. I'm holding this little child, mm. and I'm reading these stories of hap- that are happening in the Bay Area of yeah. children being yeah. exploited and mm-hmm. taken advantage of and trafficked. And I remember right then and there thinking and telling God I needed to do something, but I didn't know what. Yeah. Didn't know what. But yeah. our, our church started getting involved. Mm-hmm. We did these little things here and there, sort of got our toes wet. Yeah. And then uh, then I wrote this, this film called Neighbor, yeah. which is where I am today. Yeah. Wow. And you guys have been really active in the fight for a while. It's been great. And that's been great to see a church body. You know, really, really take. And we're privileged because we have action. Betty Ann, yeah. who yeah. is the you know founder of the Bay Area Anti-Trafficking Coalition, is right. a part of our community. Yeah, right. and she's been so instrumental for me, her right. and Brian Woe, yeah. to help me get the understanding. Yeah, absolutely. You, you used to have Leo and Ruby. Jacquez. Leo and Ruby, yeah, yeah, yeah. they've been yeah. influential yeah. in so many a lot ways. Of people, Angie, yeah. Yeah, so um, we love the whole crew uh, there. <laughs> and uh, are we? Are you like? Is that a done deal with Batsy, the thing that we're we're working on there? It's a done deal. Yeah? Yeah. We can what are you announce guys talking it? about? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> look, Tony, this Tell up. me, tell you me. straight what's man, up? what are you guys talking <laughs> what's about? What's going on over Come there? Come on, let us know. What's going on over there? Well, we'll talk about that later. Oh, <laughs> stay tuned. A little suspense for the next <laughs> session. Dun, dun, dun. Okay. So speaking of being artistic, so you actually started Sun Media, a Sun City Media. Yeah. Okay. And that is, is neighborhood part of that or is that a different? Yeah. So, okay. So I've been on the staff of Peninsula Covenant Church for 19 years and I love our church community. And my role there now is to tell stories, oversee our music and worship gathering culture. It's a really fun and challenging, super challenging (laughs) um, space to live in. But on the side, you know, I had to find a way to keep myself alive Mm -hmm. and also generate some other income. So Mm -hmm. a friend and I started a little production company. We started doing sort of web content and branding and um, industrial videos and small web, you know, um, services and things like that. 
But through that, I, I said, I want to make my own films. Yeah. So I, I did a film called 1440 and Counting, mm. produced through Sun City Media. And then I did this film called Neighbor, which is um, loosely based on the story of the Good Samaritan. Yeah. So I wrote it in marrying some ideas that mm. had been, you know, stirring in my heart about human trafficking isn't just happening somewhere over there right. where we can't see it's happening right here in our neighborhood. Right. That's the whole con the, the, the concept behind neighbor of the film. Nice. Well, I don't know if you know this, but um, I actually have been working with Jonathan Vung for a couple oh, of years. Oh, I know Jonathan. You know Jonathan? Yeah. Yes. yeah. On a movie treatment that I wrote um, years ago, three years ago, um, which I floated with Brian and he connected me to Jonathan. And I believe Jonathan, he said he's going to let me look at whatever he's come up with. He's revised it greatly. Um, and, and he's going to let me look at it in June. But, um, um, you know, I know nothing about making movies. Uh -huh. uh, I just know that I had this very vivid dream mm. uh, about um, – I actually, I won't, won't say exactly what it was about, but it's, it's about a survivor and um, her experience – and it has a little sci-fi uh, ah. bend to it. So <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm kind of a nerd. Yeah. I'm a little bit of a nerd. So it's, it's got two things going. But anyway, I'd love to discuss it with you offline. Cool. Yeah. Cool. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, but yeah, I totally get the, I got to make my money on the side <laughs> type thing. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, boy, I just came back from Chicago this week. Oh, um, right literally um, just a couple of days ago. And, uh, and, uh, you know, doing my Cisco job, and that was really good. Um, but, uh, you know, it's so awesome how God makes time for us to obviously uh, earn our provision for the vision. Well, mm. it's interesting. And I was telling you earlier that when I started following Jesus, the message I got was if I really wanted to be impactful, I had to get a seminary degree yeah. mm -hmm. and have a, a title of pastor. Yeah. And I, I love my role and I believe I'm, I can be very impactful, but whether you work for Cisco or whether you make films, yeah. God will use you because right. he's given you gifts. That's so now right. I'm exploring mm -hmm. that through doing things in the marketplace in yeah. the world cool. and I'm loving it. Cool. Yeah. I mean, cool. it, it was, it was crazy because on my way there to Chicago, um, so I'm sitting there and I'm asking God, cause I feel like God is, has me in this place where he's flexing me up yet to another level again as executive director he's like he's stretching me he's saying i want you to to start asking people who you normally would be afraid to ask for financial support and i and and i want you to be bold Ooh, that's good and, and so i'm like okay <laughs> god i'm um i'm scared you know yeah. so i get on the plane and um i'm reading this book and uh it's called the I believe it's called the Million Dollar Wonder Woman or something like that. I'll I'll go look it up during the break and tell tell the listening audience because it's a very good book. I highly recommend it. And I'm sitting there reading it, and this woman interrupts me, and she says, "Hey, what you reading?" And I start telling her, and she owns a uh, horse ranch, and um, in uh, Humboldt County. Mm -hmm. And she was going off to, um, I want to say to Phoenix or to Oregon to actually do some stuff with horses there. And she starts to coach me on how to overcome um, controlling and directing and influencing in a meeting like you would control and influence mm. a horse. Mm. Wow. <laughs> And I'm like, how did this happen? <laughs> like, I'm sitting next to this woman who's wow. created, who's got a metaphor for training horses and having a business 
meeting with an an, a, an executive like a, a Forbes, you mm-hmm. know, top top 50 type leader. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, okay, this is really strange. And then on the way back, I sat next to a corporate attorney who gave me some more advice for Lemon River Fails. And I'm like, okay, God, I got it. I'm getting <laughs> flexed in this area. I got it. So when we come back, I want to talk to you about the business side of what you're doing. Love to. And um, we'll come back right, right back. And thank you for listening to Abolition Radio. We'll be back with more Abolition Radio right after these messages. Welcome back to Abolition Radio, where you are invited to join the fight against human trafficking. Welcome back to Abolition Radio, the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails. So we were just chatting during the break about how this the whole notion that you can't serve God and be involved in the arts and, um, you know, this push to, for title. As a matter of fact, it's so funny. So my husband is a pastor as well. And uh, he said he went to a meeting earlier this week, and I won't use names because I don't want to embarrass anybody, but he (laughs) said he went to a meeting and he was there as the director of Renaissance Entrepreneurship Center because um, he has, he's bivocational. And um, so he introduced himself as the director and, uh, and someone in the audience said, Hey, and you're also a pastor. Why didn't you, you know, bring that up? And he's actually of the mind that, he actually likes to not say that he's a pastor uh, to see if people even know if he is. Mm. Like, do people go, there's something about you. Mm. Right. And he he really enjoys that. And he says, you know, my, 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 my role as a pastor is a gift. Yeah. It's not a title. It's a gift. That's good. And so you don't walk around and say, I'm the lead singer of a, mm. of my worship team. Right. 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 So why is every time you meet somebody, it's pastor. Well, there's something blah, interesting blah. in my experience where people don't, they they are really confused when I say I'm a filmmaker and a pastor. They, they look at me and they tilt their head like, how can that be connected? connected. And then I think there's a bigger story going on right. there where right. I think in the church, what I've experienced at times is this story that we tell ourselves that if you really want to impact the kingdom and be used by God, then go to seminary. Right. And so right. when I was 17, 18, I remember my pastor putting his arm around me. I, I was in a play. And let me just say I was a young follower of Christ. So mm-hmm. You know, I didn't have very many boundaries or filters, and I was in a play in uh, which I had to show my backside, and uh-huh. <laughs> all the youth group came, and the, oh, the pastors came, and they're like, oh, what did you just God. do? It was Romeo and Juliet. Oh, okay. So it was, okay. it was a story in which, yeah. you know, yeah. it, it wasn't too crazy, but I remember my pastor going, um, that's probably not the best choice. And I was like, oh, really? Oh, shoot. Okay. He's like, if you really, you know, want to serve God, use these gifts I'm going to have you do mimes on Sunday. So I did all those mimes, you know, on Sunday morning. I played Jesus. I played Joseph. I exercised (laughs) demons. I did all those things. But the message that I got was that was the best place to do it It was on a Sunday. And people would frown on if they saw me in a print ad or on a commercial on TV. And I sort of got the shame that that was not a good use of my Mm. gifts from God. Mm. But the cool thing is that God sort of flipped that script when I got to be doing films and commercials and TV here in the Mm -hmm. Bay Area and I'd be sitting with actors and actresses you would know of Mm -hmm. and I would get to talk to them about Jesus. I would get to pray with them and God would whisper to me, this is your mission field. And so now I find myself in so many circles with artists and people that don't come to our building on a Sunday and that's okay, but I get to bring the love of God to them where they are. And it's fun. I love it. Yeah, And it's so sad that we forget 
Where did the arts come from? Hello. <laughs> Hello. Right. God right. himself. The creator. Yes. Right. Of it all. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, you know, he is the one who gives right. us the gifts, you know. So what better place but the church to use yeah. them? You know, yeah. everywhere. Yes. Yep. But, yes, they belong in the church, too. Right. Yes. Right, right, right. All of them. Yes. You know, I, I understand just in hearing you speak just now, you know, I'm reminded my daughter's high school counselor, she thanked me for allowing my daughter to major in dance mm. rather than because she was thinking about engineering and in, interior design at the time. And I didn't understand why are you thinking me? You know, it's her choice. Right. But I get it now, you know, because the arts aren't and I would know, you know, aren't big money makers, mm-hmm. you know, where maybe engineering would have been mm-hmm. or interior design or that type thing. Right. right. You know, but, you know, you have to allow we are instruments, mm-hmm. right? And we have to allow ourselves as instruments mm-hmm. to be able to be played, mm-hmm. you know, or whatever the art form is. Yeah. But for that whole thing to play out. Yeah. Yeah. You know, to and be for, used by him. For for me, the, you know, art has been such a place of healing yep. as well. I mm-hmm. mean, I when I think about, you know, and we're going to have our dance team come mm-hmm. out mm-hmm. to join you in San Mateo at the fair. Um, on the 16th, yes, right? Friday um, the 16th. Yeah, yeah, I'm super excited about that. But, you know, that all started from that time, you know, many years ago when the Lord said, you will dance for me. Mm-hmm. And people have Love said, uh, what are you doing? Like, this is weird. Mm-hmm. You know, interpretive <laughs> dance. I'm doing sign language while I'm dancing. Mm-hmm. I'm doing mime. Mm-hmm. I'm using flags. And, you know, it's like, oh, this is very sort of mystical and... Um, and strange. And I've had to go and, and really do Bible studies with people about Miriam and about the use of color and mm-hmm. the use of, you know, when the enemy comes in like a flood, God raises up a banner, yeah. banner flag mm-hmm. over us, yeah. you know, and and really help people understand that art is is the, the Lord's tool yep. to reach into those places where words can't reach. My role with Peninsula Covenant Church is to guide our worship gatherings on Sunday, Mm -hmm. and we work with a lot of musicians. And usually when we use the word worship, we usually talk about the Mm quote-unquote music, right? People say, oh, worship was really good today, or worship was all right today, or man, I can't can't wait to get to worship. Usually they talk about that 20, 30-minute hour, whatever, however long your church does music. But I'm trying to expand our mind to think worship is everything. It's how you sit in silence. It's when you dance. It's your writing. It's your filmmaking. It's the way that you use your hands right. as you worship. lift them. Right. That is worship. Yeah. Give an offering. Everything. It's yeah. So yes. if we were to change that word worship in the mm-hmm. Bible, if you did a study on the word worship, you'd mm-hmm. find there's so many. It's when they laid prostrate, the disciples, yes. that yes. word worship was, they were prostrate right. face yes. down. That's a form of worship. Yes. So I hope yeah. that we can continue to press into that because yes. fighting trafficking is a form of worship. Yes. Justice yes. is worship. worship. Yes. yes. Come on. <laughs> Preach it, brother. Preach. Uh. <laughs> oh, that's good. So, hey, I found the book. The book is A Million Dollar Women. Mm-hmm. And there's a little, you know, um, uh, Wonder Woman is coming out. And my daughter's like sitting on, on 
pins and needles waiting for the date. I think it's right. June second uh, or whatever. But anyway, there's a little there's a little cufflink on oh. the on the on the cover of a Wonder Woman cufflink, and and the theme is all about being Wonder Woman. But this million dollar women book, um, just kind of bringing it back to this this whole notion of bringing a art together with mm. justice and finding a way to finance all of that yes. and and stay afloat is really top of mind for me as 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 of late and one of the things that the book um talks about and you know i think you know i had this 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 I have this way of thinking that my um, my challenges or my background are the only ones that are keeping me from or I'm the only one experiencing those things that are keeping me from the destiny that God has in front of me. So as I was saying during the break, you know, I might be thinking, well, I've got to overcome obstacles because I'm a woman of color. Or because I'm a woman or because of my social economic status as in, in coming up. I'm not part of a country club or mm. I'm, you know, whatever. Um, I'm not a pastor. Mm. Um, yeah, whatever, whatever the, uh, obstacle is that I have in my mind mm. is, uh, is number one, keeping me from what God has given me. And number two, sometimes we can get in this place where we think we're the only one that Mm. has those dialogues and has those inhibitors. And so I think the more we can pull that away as a body, we can start to like really know like it's all about walking in that authority that God has assigned to each of us. And whatever the thing is that we've been uh, called to, that we've been told um, and the, the things that come in front that say, no, 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 no. We got to start getting, we got to number one, know what those are. Right. Write them down. Yep. Come against them. Declare the the word of God against those things and, and move forward. And so that's what, you know, the, the book is not biblical at all. It's a, it's a secular book, but it's really great um, in terms of opening up your mind as to the, the things, the lies that we're telling ourselves about who we are and what we can do. Like for you, you're an artistic person. Mm-hmm. You have all these gifts. Mm-hmm. Oh, but you have to be a pastor in order to be a real Christian. Right, mm-hmm. right. And then you stumble. You know, instead of moving forward now, you know, Genesis fifty twenty, what the enemy means for bad, God uses for good. Yeah. And even you coming into your pastoral status oh, been has been amazing, right? right? Yeah. So, but he, so he's making it all work together. Yep. So, so when we come love back, that. I'd love to kind of get your, your story, um, because you don't have the same inhibitors uh, that I have. At least I don't think you do. Uh-huh. Maybe you do. Yeah. Like. Tony's like, yeah, because I'm a woman and I'm a man. I'm a person of color. And, uh, no, but no, really, I, I, I think, you know, we, we have these different things. What, what has gotten in your way and uh, aside of the pastoral thing? And how have you started or maybe how are you going to start to move those aside so that you can get to the things that God has called you to? So when we yeah, come back, yeah. <laughs> we'll come back and thank you for listening to Abolition Radio. We'll be back with more Abolition Radio right after these messages from our sponsors. Welcome back to Abolition Radio, where you are invited to join the fight against human trafficking. And welcome back to Abolition Radio, the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails. We're in the studio today with pastor and filmmaker, Tony Gas. Gapastone. That's right. Gapastone. Gapastone. Yeah. There you go. I always want to do the other one. Um, so, so we're here. We're just talking about 
you know, who we are, like, who are you? Who are we? Mm. We're, what are we called to? What are we assigned to? How do we get there? Right. And so, so, so who are you? Who am I? That's a great question. (laughs) You know, I'm so marked by my family of origin. And, you know, you talked about the limitations that you felt growing up. I think we all have limitations in some way, whether you come from money or not, or privilege or not, there's limitations can be found anywhere. But for my story, I grew up in Illinois. My parents got married. My mom was pregnant when she got married with me. And then my dad and her quickly divorced. And my mom was a single mom for a lot of years. My parents met in a grocery store. Mm-hmm. I was just talking about that this week. Someone asked me, you know, what did you, what did your parents instill upon you? I have a great relationship with them both now or early on. It was just challenging. You know, yeah. I, I, Speaking of money, I never felt like we had money. We were always kind of scraping by. Yeah. But they were hard workers in order just to scrape by. Yeah. My, my mom checked groceries for 25 years. That yeah. was what she did for a living. My dad was in, uh, he was a butcher and then he became a grocery store manager. That's just what they did. That's what I grew up in. Yeah. So I have this deep appreciation for people who do whatever they can to make ends meet. But I always felt this sort of, uh, you know, not enough. I always felt like I had this mentality. And the challenging part is I still struggle with that as a pastor and an artist, right? (laughs) I am not rolling in the money. So it's always this check to check for me, for my wife, for our three kids. Uh, We have to fight that temptation to think, can we take a vacation? Is it okay? Can I, can I splurge on getting some new clothes? My kids want to go to camp. Well, but I'm trying to reject that mentality. And this has been a new thing for me, even of late where I'm just like you were saying um, on the break, Vanessa, God loves to say yes to us. God Mm -hmm. is a good father. He loves to give good gifts. And I'm starting to pray now in a different way because I haven't taken any money on my films. I've only raised money and asked for money through crowdsourcing campaigns so that I could pay other people. Right. And then someone said, someone told me, you know what? The next film you do, you need to take a paycheck for that. Mm -hmm. You are putting your work and your effort and you have good ideas. You need to start benefiting from that. But I've lived in such a way sometimes that I censor that. I don't "Ah, know. I'm not good enough or I shouldn't, or it doesn't feel right. Yeah. But you know, now you start seeing these things in the Bay area of what's considered, you know, low income. I'm like, Oh my gosh, our Mm -hmm. family is below the low income level for the San Mateo County where Mm -hmm. we live. Mm -hmm. Well, it's okay for Christians to have a uh, an income that, that can provide that they can provide for their family, and right. I'm starting to tell myself it's okay, right? And I want to. And now, as I go into these film projects, I'm praying, God, yeah, I believe you love to bless people, and you are not afraid to give people millions of dollars. Not that I want millions of dollars for greed, but I want to help people with those money. Yeah, I want exactly. to send my kids to college. Exactly. I would like to do more movies that open people's minds mm-hmm. and that. Per, per, uh, push these agendas of you know justice mm-hmm. into the world through the arts. So I'm starting to pray in a different way. I've started to keep a journal and I'm literally praying for million dollar ideas, million dollar people, because that's what I want to do for the kingdom. And I want to use these stories to tell people about God and I want to help. I want to help mm-hmm. people. So I'm actually the next film I'm working on. It's a feature film. Have you guys heard of City Impact in mm-hmm. San Francisco? Yeah. You know, yeah. Right? Yeah. So Roger Huang, yeah. who's the founder, pastor, he wrote a book called Chasing God, mm-hmm. and it was co-written by Susanna Ottman, who's a local author in the Bay Area. But um, some friends and I who have this production group, we got the rights to that book. Oh, cool. Wow. And so we're going to tell Roger's story. Wow. We're going to pull the... He did a 33-day fast in front of City Hall mm. for the justice of those children in the Tenderloin, yes. for all the sex shots. 
shops mm-hmm. that were in, in the sex industry that was going up in the tenderloin right next to the school mm-hmm. that they were, were building. Wow. And we're going to tell that story through a feature film. Nice. And we're going out to raise a million dollars to Come make on. this film, right? Somebody yeah. is listening That's right. right so now. if you want to help yep. make this yep. film, just yeah. cut a check. It's an investment. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a kingdom investment, <laughs> but, 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 but it's entrepreneurial. No, that's yes. right. Right? And that's we right. don't need to be afraid of the the business world because like, God is in the business world. And that's right. something I'm learning because right. I always felt like I was just an artist or quote unquote, just a pastor. What do I have to say about this? What do I have things? to say? You know? that, and that's the big lie. It's like, what do, you, what do you mean? What do you have to say? Like you're walking it out. You've got the spirit of the living God sitting inside of you and telling you and leading you as you minister to people, as you create films, you've got a whole lot to say. And um, the other thing that's coming to me as we're talking, you know, my husband was telling me about an event he went to a couple weeks ago and um, a a philanthropic uh, leader in our community gave $29 million Mm. to a bunch of different organizations over a 10 year period. And he was, you know, I started reading his profile and um, about his, you know, his background and his family started in real estate. And there is no, and he's a Christian, and there's no doubt in my mind that he has been blessed over and over mm-hmm. and over again because mm-hmm. he is giving. And he's yeah, faithful, he's, and he's, he's generous, yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. Obedience. yeah. And so I started to think, why would I think it's a bad thing right. for someone like I, I, I have this trepidation, like, you know, asking somebody for 40 bucks or a hundred dollars, like that's not <laughs> going to kill anybody. But asking someone for a million dollars is like, that's a lot. And, mm-hmm. and, and, and they've got to really trust me and they've mm-hmm. got to really believe in me. And I might be like a burden to them. And I have all these thoughts going on and I'm like, wait a minute. I'm inviting them yep. to get blessed. Mm. That's it. Mm. That's mm. really good. Mm-hmm. It's an invitation. Mm-hmm. Walk in what God has called you to yep. walk in. Mm-hmm. Yep. If he puts it on your heart, it's not about me. Mm-hmm. You, you know, great, you like me, you don't like me, whatever, mm-hmm. but if God says do it and you do it, you're going to get blessed. Mm-hmm. I love the scripture in 2nd Peter one where Peter says, God has given you everything you need mm-hmm. to live a godly life. Yes. So, but add to that knowledge, right? Cause right. all, so yeah. you have yeah. to do something with yeah. what God has already given you. you. Yes. And I remember when that scripture came alive, cause I remember I felt as if I was begging God, yeah. I was begging God to meet whatever small little provisional need I had. And God was so good to say, I've given you everything you need. And mm-hmm. part of that is a mind. Yes. That mind to create, that mm-hmm. mind to be entrepreneurial, mm-hmm. that mind to go out and make things happen. Cause I want to partner with you, Tony. Mm-hmm. You are a, a co-creator with me. Yes. So you have everything. You have the spirit, like you said, of the live, my, of the living God. Yes. My spirit is in you. So go and live in such a way that you live freely yeah. and you live boldly. And that's what I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying more and more yeah. to live in such a way that I believe that's true. Mm. Yeah. And you know, the other thing that's coming to me, like when I, when I was on this plane sitting next to, I think his name was Tom. He's awesome. Um, he was a, he was a labor attorney that works for corporation in, in somewhere in, in the East Coast. And, and he was, you know, as I was talking with him, um, I kept thinking, should I be? So, so one of the things that that book tells you to do is to, um, to test yourself all the time mm. when you're meeting with people. Mm. Just, just kind of have a conversation and start talking about things that you need, ways that people can help you. 
but not in a desperate way right. and not in an annoying way, yep. but just being honest about it. And I started to just ask some questions and just be myself and just, and the conversation just flowed so well. And this was not somebody who I normally like. He didn't look like the part that I would normally uh, engage. He wasn't someone who was clearly committed to social justice. I mean, you know, those types. Right. <laughs> someone who's just like artsy and, you know, no, he was, he looked very corporate. Uh, and here I'm, 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 I'm having this conversation and, and I tell him, I didn't tell him we were doing human trafficking because I find that scares people, mm. especially men off. They don't want to know about mm. it or they get really angry. Mm. One of the two. And so I'm like, I'm not telling him until the very end. I tell him and he goes, that's a cause I really am very interested in me yes. and my wife. Mm. Wow. And I'm like, wow, God, see, yeah. I got out of your way yep. and I just was natural and free flowing. Mm. And here somebody who's, I probably wouldn't have connected with That's right. is interested. That's mm. right. It just reminds me, God says we are his friends. Mm. We're not his slaves. Mm. He's made us his friends and he loves to share with his friends. We're his children. Yeah. And there's this dual role that we have with him in that way, mm. which I think is just beautiful. But if we start living like that more and more, yeah. I think we're going to start seeing some more results where things start to come more naturally, I hope. Yeah. Right? yeah. But it's Absolutely. all about how we think about it. Right. Absolutely. So when we come back, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about what, what else you have. So you have this awesome feature film coming. Uh-huh. Um, and we've got this fair. Maybe we can talk a little talk bit about, about the fair. Yeah, let's do that. Um, anything else that you think is, you know, I know that we've got a lot of exciting stuff going on, LNF-wise. So we'll be right back. And thank you for listening to Abolition Radio. We'll be back with more Abolition Radio right after these messages. Welcome back to Abolition Radio, where you are invited to join the fight against human trafficking. And welcome back to Abolition Radio, the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails. So we are in studio today with filmmaker and pastor Tony Gaspatone. <laughs> There's, no gas. There's no gas. There's no gas. Gap. It's all good. <laughs> no gas. My whole life. No, That's but, my whole life. No but you know, there's a saying, you be gassing. Though. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you talk to my wife, she will confirm. That, oh my that's goodness. a positive thing, saying I'm gassing. <laughs> oh my goodness. Hold the beans, please. Um, <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh, anyway. Okay, that's a different story, different show. But, um, so, Tony, uh, you were talking about other other things you got of your sleeve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, tell us about the fair. You know, we are going to be at the San Mateo County Fair in three weeks from this weekend, which is so cool. We're going to do something on Friday night and Saturday. So, Friday night, we're going to do an arts night. So, we're going to have poetry. Vanessa's going to be there dancing. Mm-hmm. We're going to have music. You know, in my film, which by the way, uh, neighborfilm.com is where you can see the trailer to my film and then see when we're going to be screening it next. Our next screening so far is in August in Redwood City. But on in our film, we have a song, a gospel song, that's written by my friend Matt Nightingale. Mm-hmm. He is going to perform that song. It's called Going Home. Oh, cool. He's going to perform that, that song. 
at the San Mateo County Fair on Friday night, and Loretta Devine actually recorded that yeah. song for mm. us. Yeah. And you can find it on iTunes cool. and Google Play and Amazon and Spotify. It's called Going Home. It's all about the the struggle, the desire to be home, to be free from mm-hmm. the enslavement of this world. Mm. And so that's going to be performed on Friday night, June 16th. Really excited about that. On June 17th, we have a panel discussion mm-hmm. about all these issues with a lot of local people yeah. who are uh, on uh, many different sides of the fight. If you want to find out more information, go to beforeourveryeyes.org. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. And that, that panel discussion will be taking place next door at the school. Correct. Yep. At the fair. And we are looking for um, some youth to take part in the parade on Saturday, June 10th. Seventeen. Seventeen. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is that a protest type? Pro- what is that? Talk no. more about that. It's just the beginning. The fair opens up with oh, okay. a, a, a parade. So maybe it is the tenth. Then it is the tenth. It's the beginning. That's before it's the beginning of the fair. Yeah, the fair that's right. is from go. the tenth to the eighth. To there you the go. 18th. There you go. And um, so it is on the tenth. So mm-hmm. any youth who are interested can reach out to us at Abolition Radio, our Facebook page on Abolition Radio. That would be great. The and- sooner, the better. And so Before Our Very Eyes is um, a program that Batsy is actually partnering with quite a bit. Yes. And so is this a good time for you to share your news? Or Well, let's talk about Before Our Very Eyes. Yes, I will share our news. <laughs> but um, last year, and we I was there, last year was the very first Before Our Very Eyes. Yes. It was in Redwood City, right in front of City Hall yep. there, I think. So and cool. And it was a great great day and because it went so well and the city loved it they've um, entrusted the Bay Area Anti-Trafficking Coalition as well as the committee of Before Our Very Eyes to step out and be a part of the fair so um, that news is that I am have joined the BATC team as a part-time contractor oh wow congrats wearing two hats and with still with Love Never Fails as community ed and community activism, but I'm also representing BATC at all the places that I usually am at our coalition meetings and things of that nature. That's fantastic. So, so we're, we're kind of uh, sharing. Benita. Partnership. Yeah. Yes. And, I love it. We're and, all about that collaboration. Yeah. yeah. And so, you know, we, we just, as we were talking amongst ourselves um, several months ago, mm. um, mostly Brian and I, we, we, we were talking about Benita and saying, gosh, she's in these different places where we both want to be. And um, how can we, um, you know, basically give her more, you know, time to impact more people. And, and so she, she's uh, signed up and we're super excited. You know, that tells me just the the need for us to be creative and more collaborative mm-hmm. together yeah. is so huge. If yes. we're going to fight we're these things, right. Yes. Yes. I remember when I first started talking with Betty Ann from BWTC, she was telling me there was 57 different organizations that mm-hmm. were all fighting human trafficking yeah. and really wanting to do it, you know, the way they were doing it on their own. And she was saying, if we could try to link arms a little bit more to mm-hmm. know what you're doing over there in the East Bay, so what we're doing over here in the South Bay, mm-hmm. and we're not in competition, right. no. we're all working for the same goal. I thought that was just a beautiful 
motivation. So yeah. hearing that kind of stuff just yeah. really gets me excited. And that even bigger than that as the church, if we could do that yeah, more, right? right. <laughs> yes. If oh. we could just link up so the world could see, yes. right. oh, yes. look at you working together. You yeah. know, it's hard. It's hard. Love I know, thy but, neighbor, huh? Yeah. And yeah. I think that's how, you know, this came about because that is, you know, uh, a community that we share, yep. you know, in Very common, true. right? Very true. But that's the sole purpose of all the coalitions, yes. you know, in the nine, eight, nine counties here in the Bay Area. But we're just beginning to see that correlation, you yes. know, that collaboration right yes. now. But on that note, though, I think we need to put out to our listening audience a little um, avenue for them to collaborate. Mm-hmm. And and hopefully if they w- maybe like to have your film. Sure. To, Come to their church. Absolutely. Oh my gosh! Yes. yes. Let us know, and maybe the first five churches that do, yeah, we might be able to give them a little freedom, freedom portrait. Yeah, you know, our freedom. Yeah, that Sean Barrett. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah, that oh, would be great. Fantastic. That's a challenge out there. Well, let's talk about what we just did. A couple weeks ago, yeah, we were in we were San Jose yep. and we worked with Out of Egypt. Yes. And what we did is they the did a phenomenal event. job. It was about 100 people. Oh my goodness. They put great. on a whole night. They did of arts. music, yes. dance, yep. uh, writing, uh, dramatic reading. Yes. Uh, I showed my film. It was Beautiful, like yes. that's what gets me yes. energized when the yes. church says, "Hey, Yay, Jill, let's talk job. about this issue yeah. and let's yeah. do it creatively." And they raised money. I mean, yeah, it was just a beautiful did. event. So, yeah. if that's something you're interested in, yeah. um, contact the the radio here, yeah. or you can find me. I'm TonyGap.com. You know, message me. I'm all on social media everywhere. I'd love to help partner with churches in the Bay Area. Absolutely, yeah. I was so excited because I didn't know that all of that was going on, but one of our survivor leaders um, mm-hmm. was actually acknowledged that evening. Oh, yes. she got the award. Yes, yeah. the Emerald Award. Yeah, it was yeah. Carmen. Uh, no, was Beverly. No, Beverly. 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 Yes. That's and right. she's actually yes. now one of our house managers in oh, our home. So yeah. we're super excited about yeah. that. Yeah. Um, and actually, you know, it's 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 uh, it's for me, it's very heartwarming when um, uh, you know, I get a reach out from a fellow, um, uh, you know agency that's fighting against human trafficking and they want to partner in that way because um, it's just for me it just shows me that I'm walking in what I've been called to walk in which is love Mm -hmm. and the more that I'm invited I think sometimes people are a little bit scared of us when they're not um, when they're not faith-based organizations they're a little bit scared like are we this kind of organization that comes in and just you know, forces Jesus on people and, you know, does, does, does these maybe some things that have historically been done by, you know, the church. And it's like, no, we, we meet people where they are. Mm -hmm. We tell them about the hope that we have and we let God do whatever he wants to do. That's right. And, and when they see that, I'm like, I keep telling you, I'm not going to bash you over the Mm -hmm. head. I'm not going to, you can be who you want to be. Be who you want to be. I'm not going to. I'm not going to necessarily endorse what you're doing. That if I don't think that it's of the Lord, but I'm not going to like smash you because of it. Uh, that's not my role. That's not my place. Who am I? He who is without sin, throw the cast the first stone. Right. I've got things I'm working on. Um. So, but I I can love you through it. Yeah. I can I can encourage you through it. I can show you how I got through that thing or whatever. And so it's it's just um just to know that there are agencies, mm. both Christian organizations and other organizations that are um coming alongside and yep. and saying, hey, where you know we may not be able to agree on everything, but where can we agree? Where can we? Yeah. That's great. I love that. 
Uh, that reminds me of the story of this this girl, a young adult friend of mine named Jessica. She was abroad and she saw a woman being harassed. Yeah. And uh, she was trying to do something about it, but she was told woman is owned. So yeah. mm. you have she had to step back and mm-hmm. she was so thrown off by that. She got gets back to the States and now she's trying to figure out what can she do? So she's looking to partner with different mm. people and cool. she started a juice shop, which seems so random, but her juice shop is all tied to prevent or uh, helping victims of human trafficking. Yay. And so you can find her online too. It's called bodyjuiceshop.com in LA. Did you meet her? Yes, I did. Oh my gosh, the story is so neat. But any way you can partner and link, you can, there's no limitations. You can do it in any way you're passionate about. Yay, do it. All right, (laughs) we're going to come back. We're going to talk some more about some events that are going on in the community. And we thank you for listening to Abolition Radio. We'll be back with more Abolition Radio right after these messages from our sponsors. Welcome back to Abolition Radio, where you are invited to join the fight against human trafficking. And welcome back to Abolition Radio, the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails. So thank you so much, mm-hmm. Pastor mm-hmm. Tony. We really yeah, appreciate thank you. you. Uh, it's fun. And it's been great, and I uh, hope it's not the last. Um, we do want to just plug your website one more time in ways that people can get involved with before our very eyes, as well as... You're screening, right? Please. In August? Yeah. yeah. Check out neighborfilm.com. Mm-hmm. And neighborfilm is on Twitter and Instagram and social media. And that's where we talk about our screenings. We have, and when we do our panel discussions, if we're going to be at any Bay Area churches, you can come uh, find us there. And we're also going to be. Um, at film festivals. So we'll list all of our screenings at that site. You can contact me through that. I would love to, like I said earlier with you guys, if there's any churches that want to put on a screening, I would love to participate. First yeah. five who do that will get a special prize. Yeah, Come on. We'll get a special prize from us here at Abolition Radio. So let us know on okay. our Facebook page great. at Abolition Radio. Yes. And we will get that to you and connect you with Tony. Fantastic. So that would be great. And the the 11th, you mentioned. Oh, August 11th is our screening in Redwood City. So uh, if you're local, come join us there. We're also going to be doing some art and hip hop. Yeah. We have some local young adults and college students who are going to be sharing their their beats. We're really excited. Oh, oh cool. Cool. That would be really cool. Yeah. So as you heard Tony say that, yes, uh, BA, the Bay Area Anti-Trafficking Coalition will be um, partnering with Before Our Very Eyes at the San Mateo County Fair on June 10th through the 18th. So come on out. Um, be a part of the parade of your young person. Let us know through our Facebook page. We need some young feet to walk <laughs> along at the parade. Also, come on out to the art night there on the 17th. There will be an exhibit um, throughout, throughout the whole fair every day. We're also looking for um, those also to sit with the exhibit. But you can contact me for that. And the panel discussion that will be on the 18th at the school next door. So come on out to that. And also, let's not forget Saffron Strand's annual Homeless Workforce uh, Development Conference will be June 12th and 13th in Richmond at the Richmond Memorial Auditorium. And that will be all day there from 9 to about 4, it usually yeah, is. Yeah. And um, so come on out and support our friends at Saffron Strand. Um Remember that on June Thursday, the third Thursday, June 15th, we'll have our monthly volunteer orientation. So come on out to that, as well as our outreach this month will be uh, the third Saturday in the Central Valley. So lots of things always happening. 
Yes. And uh, we also want to, I'm going to be bold now and just invite you to, to mm-hmm. come get blessed. Yes. Give. Give and support Abolition Radio. Uh, we are looking for sponsors for this show, mm-hmm. and we are also looking for you to be one of the million ways that we solve and address the issue of human trafficking. And you can do that. You can become a sponsor by emailing me at Vanessa at loveneverfailsus.com, and we can start that discussion or you can um, start to be a, a a giver, either a one-time giver or a ongoing giver by going to our website, which is loveneverfailsus.com forward slash donate. And there you will have the op- option to donate $1 a month or whatever you, whatever the Lord puts on your heart. Uh, but uh, we don't want to, we don't want to uh, leave the show without inviting you to get blessed. Yes. So, um, and then keep me in your prayers as I, as I am uh, even more bold here and Wonder stepping woman. out. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to really reach for what God has put on my heart here. I'm, I'm not playing with this and, uh, and I'm serious about it and I've put my life on the line for it and uh, I want my mouth to line up with that. <laughs> so, um, of course, um, I, I want to just make sure that those of you who are out there that want to know how you can connect with us in, in a variety of ways, you can go to our Love Never Fails um, page, Facebook page. You can go to our Twitter feed, which is Love Never Fails 5. We also have an Instagram for our double portion community store. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, and we want to invite you come out to our store. It's uh, in Hayward on uh, Montgomery, uh, not Montgomery, on A Street and Grand. Yeah. Uh, and we're open now from 10 to 5. Changed our hours a little bit there. But come out. There's different ways you can support us. Let's get involved uh, with you and we'd love to uh, we'd love to bless you with prayer as well. So if you haven't heard it, um, of course, we want to make sure and close the store to uh, close the, the time together uh, and let you know that you, you are loved. Yes. Thanks for joining us this week on Abolition Radio. We trust that you've been inspired by these stories of hope and survival and that you'll accept our challenge to get involved by contacting us at abolitionradio.org, by liking and sharing our page on Facebook, Facebook slash Abolition Radio, or by making a contribution directly to Love Never Fails. Abolition Radio is the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails, which is a donor-supported, nonprofit ministry that Vanessa founded as a way of directly impacting the lives of young people who are trapped in or at risk of becoming involved in sex trafficking. This broadcast needs your involvement and support. To find out more, simply go to abolitionradio.org and click on Love Never Fails. Today's program was brought to you in part by Case Industries and with major support from the staff and membership and donors at Faith Fellowship Church. Our theme song, Courage to Believe, is by Justin McRoberts. Hear more about his passion for justice and art at justinmcroberts.com. And this is Dave Naderhood. On behalf of Vanessa, Benita, and the whole team at Love Never Fails, thanks for listening, and thanks even more for taking action to help set captives free. You're in the neighborhoods we live in You're in the ones we're passing by You're in the ones we call our neighbors And the ones who still sleep our eyes 
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.